the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffle Podcast, episode 138. This is a podcast about recovery through creativity. We live an intentional life. We thrive. I am Sandra Primo. And I'm Tammy Salas. And we are The Unruffled. Hello, Unruffled listeners. We are popping in at the top of the show to share with you several ways that you can help support the podcast. First, you can become a patron of the show by donating to our Patreon fundraising campaign. Please consider supporting our consistent effort in bringing you weekly content on creativity and recovery, all for less than the price of a latte. For just a dollar an episode, you will receive early access to each week's show as our way of saying thank you. If every listener did this, we would be over the moon. The link to our Patreon campaign is www.patreon.com backslash the unruffled podcast. And that's not it. You can share our show on social media or with your friends, and you can subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating on iTunes. All of this helps our little show immensely, and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now on to the show. Hey, Sandra. Good morning. How are you? I am awesome. You're awesome. Yeah, I this, am. This week leading up to the holidays, you're awesome. Uh, yeah, I am. And I'm going to use that word. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. What's so awesome? What's going on? I just, I mean, we're about to talk about holidays. That's what this episode is about. And I'm so not even, I'm like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Uh Great. I kind of feel the same, Sandra. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't care. I am looking forward to, I don't know. I might kick my alarm back an hour instead of getting up at five. I'll get up at six. That's what mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, do, business as usual, really. Do your kids get the week off of school? They get an entire week off. That has not yeah. always been the case. It's just been the last couple of years they changed the holiday schedules. And so, yeah, they get the whole week off. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. We're all just like, well, that's what we're about to get into, but we're all just looking forward to doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Same. Same. We don't have a whole lot. So we'll, that's, that's what this episode is about. Um, if, if, uh, if people are feeling anxious or nervous or happy about the holidays, whatever, we're going to cover it all today. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do, is there anything you want to share before the... Uh, let's see. Do I have anything to promote? I'm trying to get some, uh, I'm working on these pants. Have you ever seen the pants that I made for myself out of the Gucci scarf? Anyway, they're amazing. They're like genie pants. Yeah. Out of scarves. They're so amazing. And I have like four or five of them cut out and ready to stitch up. So anyway, I'm trying to get those on my site, but man, I've been kind of doing other things. So I haven't been out in my studio a ton, but that's what I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving week. I'm hoping that I have some time, a little free up a little time since I'm not hustling kids to school to get out there. So anyway, 
yeah, check in my marketplace. I'll shoot some stuff up on Instagram. I'm sure. Uh, can, I can still take one more client for change your story. I'm working on, um, remarketing or rebranding it for, um, the new year. And I'm super excited about that. Another thing I'll be working on over the holiday probably. And, um, and, but the price is going to go up. So if you want to get in on this current price, <laughs> um, I can take another client. So anyway, go to the unruffle.com, um, change your story is at the top of the bar. If you want to look, uh, at clothing items, if you want to purchase those, maybe you have some Christmas money coming up. Um, or you need some holiday pants or dress party pants. Uh-huh. Go to my marketplace. Mm. That's it. Good. Uh, I have, so this month has been all about gratitude and I have not been promoting my gratitude journals or my gratitude book as much. I don't know why. I think it's cause I've been working on other things, uh, but they are in my marketplace as well. And you don't have to just do gratitude in November. It's a great month to kick it off, but you can always, uh, you know, start any day of the year. And so the books are in my website, are on my website in my store at tammysolace.com. And by the time this airs, I should have my Groove 11 day uh, course online. And uh, it's an 11 day automated email course for people who, uh, for the curious beginner is how I've marketed it. And I thought, you know, it's kind of like a little bit of an anti-Black Friday. I'm going to go ahead and launch it. Like I said, it's going to launch on November 22nd. And it's for people who want to do something over the holiday week, want to get started. It's not super uh, complicated. It's really an essay, some quotes, a prompt, and a tiny bit of homework that's really just for you. And I thought that if people bought it in November, they could work on it whenever they wanted, or they'd have it kind of stashed away in their inbox ready for the new year. Because I didn't really want to do a big launching campaign in January. So um, it's going to launch tomorrow, kind of have a quiet launch on um well, it won't be tomorrow when we air, but on November 22nd, and it's there. And at the end of that class is going to be a coupon code for my big class, which is going to be the Proof of Life Project, which I'm going to be launching on my five-year sober birthday in February. Oh, very so, exciting. So how many, all, days, how many days is the course that you're the launching? The course is 11 days. 11 days. Yeah. And people can do it at their own pace if they want to. They don't have to do it 11 days in a row. Um, but they can just, uh, yeah, sign. you can go to my website, TammySolace.com and um, learn about it there and also sign up for my newsletter. That's where I'm going to be giving out gift codes. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Gift codes. No coupon codes. And also I'm going to be announcing some free webinars at the end of the year. And I'm doing all of that through my newsletter. So whoever is subscribed to that will get the free webinar link uh, for the last week of the year. So all of that, sign up for my newsletter and visit my website, TammySolace.com. Very fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's talk about holidays. Let's shall talk we? about holidays. <laughs> The last time we talked about the holidays specifically uh, around this time of year was back in 2017 when we started um, the podcast. Wow. I know. I know. So that was, um, we called it, it was episode 33 and holidays is what we called it. Mm -hmm. And I just re-listened to it this morning, Sandra, and it was so cute to hear our hopes and dreams and things that we wanted to work on and uh, things that we were talking about at the beginning of that episode and, and at the end of that episode. It was mm -hmm. like we were working on the things that were 
fine tuning and polishing right now. Oh, that's so cool. I had, I wish I would have gone back and listened to it, but Mm -hmm. I will. I'm going to, because now I'm curious. Yeah. It was really good because we were talking about online programming. I want to do this thing. And then, you know, I don't know how to do the technology. So I'm going to do this version first was my thing. I'll do my gratitude book first because I don't, you know, I don't know how to do an online course. And then you were, you were beginning to work on change your story before it was even called that. And, oh, wow. and so it was really cool for me to listen to us kind of with our hopes and dreams and knowing um, that we're doing those things now. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I love it. Yeah. I love progress. Yes. Not perfection. Progress. I love progress. <laughs> yeah. So how do you want to start? What should well, we? Well, I guess maybe, uh, you know, I, I have a few notes that I've written down. I mean, yeah. I can talk about, I'm not going to talk about really specifics, you know, about how, what holidays used to be like. I think we did that a lot probably in that, that first episode, but here's what I'll say. And this is the difference for me for when I was, um, thinking about this holiday, this particular holiday, 2019, and how it looks different than my other sober holidays. Um, When I, so for really all of the rest of my sober holidays, I have deferred to my family um, for what we're doing for the holidays. Um, Your extended family or your immediate family? Uh, my immediate family, my immediate family. Um, so my husband and kids, um, because for a forever while I was drinking and, and, and a mom, um, I made decisions, um, that were very self-serving and manipulative. And so for the last whatever five sober holidays um i'm getting to trust my decisions you know obviously more and more um but i didn't trust them for a while because of that um because of my history right you know i mean i would make holiday decisions when i was drinking that worked around my um, ability, my ease to be able to drink, you know? Um, so in other words, you know, if travel would interfere with that, then I'd want to stay home. Um, or if we were going somewhere, I'd want to make sure that there was plenty of time for me to get properly sauced. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I, I have, I have really looking back, that's what I've done. I've just deferred to my family. What do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to be around your cousins, around your aunts and uncles? Well, then let's do that. And that was perfectly fine for me. Um, I didn't suffer too much, um, around the holidays. I mean, yes, in-laws make you want to drink. I get it. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not just pointing out my particular in-laws, anyone's yeah. in-laws, other f- family, aside from your immediate family. And sometimes your immediate family right. <laughs> makes you feel a little drinky. Mm-hmm. Um, all the pressure that we put on ourselves and, um, all the work that it seems like we have to do to, present for the holidays. Um, 
you know, can make you feel thirsty. And I get that. Um, that wasn't, I'm not saying that I didn't struggle with that because I certainly did. And I had tools, believe me, I had lots of tools, you know, and those, um, many of those look like just finding a quiet place, like a bathroom and locking the door and texting friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, and, you know, shortening them and, you know, instead of staying four days, staying a day and a half, you know, those kind of things. Um, but um, this year we have a lot going on. You know, we are still, uh, in fact, as of this recording, um, my husband is meeting with the um, architect slash contractor for our remodel today. And uh, not that I wasn't invited to this meeting, but it's at work and I have other things to, he's meeting him at work and I have mm -hmm. other things to do. But um, so I'm, we think that the actual de demolition is going to start the week of Thanksgiving. And so that'll, we'll go ahead and finish up the move and get over to our rental. And honestly, we're tired. <laughs> yeah. We, we fantasized about just leaving, just going out of town, um, for the week, but you know, we're kind of bleeding money right now and we don't mm -hmm. really need to spend money on a, you know, lavish vacation. Um, so we're, I'm sorry, there's a, a garbage truck going by if it's loud. Um, so we are just gonna kind of take it easy and hole up in our tiny rental <laughs> and um my mom's gonna come over and we're gonna play scrabble and eat pie and it's gonna be super low-key mm. and everyone is so ecstatic and we were invited to the in-laws um we were invited a couple of we were invited to my cousins we were invited a couple of places but we've said no we said mm. no and yeah i know how'd that feel it felt a little weird at first for both of us, for mm -hmm. both my husband and I, it felt very strange. And, um, um, but we, we were like, no, we, there's not as even a percentage of either of us that can even fake it. Like we just, we're done. <laughs> we're tired. We're done. We just want to chill out and, yeah. um, yeah. And putter and, and nest in our new place. So yeah. that's what we're doing. Oh, it sounds really good. Yeah. It sounds really good. Um, we we're kind of a, a version of that, a version of that. Uh, when I was preparing for the episode this morning, I had looked back on in photos um, and just kind of thinking about my first sober Thanksgiving. And um, we do cover a lot of the prior kind of what it was like um, Thanksgivings in that episode 33 that we did. So people want to listen to that. We tell some, you know, some holiday horror stories that we had experienced, you and I. Mm -hmm. But what I, what came to me was um, how sweet that first sober Thanksgiving was. How sweet and how freaking hard it was too. Mm -hmm. And so what, when I glimpsed back at that today, I, and, and for our listeners, um, I just wanted to say that first sober Thanksgiving, it was just me and my husband and my son. 
That was it. And I was the lady that held all Thanksgivings always. It was always at my house. That's where the party was. That's where the drama was. That's where um, the martyrdom um, would happen, <laughs> would be all at my homestead. And that first year I asked for what I needed. And I was completely met by my husband with relief, you know, that, that, yeah, it can be just the three of us. That sounds really good. And if anyone is struggling or it's their first Thanksgiving or they've just quit drinking and they're on the new side, or if you're feeling new, even if you haven't just quit, but you still feel a little wobbly and new, um, keeping it super simple, like what Sandra's just said, how she's going to do it. That was key. Um, that was key in the beginning. It gave me a very, it was a very healing holiday for me. I, um, and my most favorite that I think that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I, it helped to establish kind of a new normal. It kind of took us back down to baseline. Like, okay, we have each other. We're cooking our things. We didn't cook a million things. We kept it simple. It was quiet. There was no drama. Um, very predictable. We made art. Uh, it was really sweet. And so um, this year, we were invited to my father-in-law's house. And Steve was like, is that, is, you know, does that sound good to you? Do you want to have it here? And I just looked at him and I said, yes, I would like to say yes to that. And he was like, really? And because he knows me, I like to have it here. I like to do the things. I want to control the environment. I want to make the table pretty. I want it. And I was just tired. Sandra. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's, like he's, it's, <laughs> not, it's nice to have somebody else take it over. Sure. I just want to be a guest. And so last year we said yes to um, being guests at, at our um, very, very close friends, my goddaughter's um, family. And we said yes to that last year. And it was so nice that I, re- I still had that residue of how beautiful that was that I was like, yes, I want that again. I want to, we're going to travel three and a half hours in the car. I'll get to listen to an audio book and we have to make a pie and cranberries or bring a pie and cranberries. doesn't matter. That's it. My son makes the cranberries so I can order a pie from my, my market right here in town because they're all homemade and we're done. Mm-hmm. Like that feels super liberating and we're staying a day and a half as well. Mm-hmm. Not four days. Right. Not, not even a full two. I told Steve, I'll go, but... I want to be back early, early on Friday morning. Yeah. Great. So to just like think about, I mean, this is my fifth sober Thanksgiving it will be. And I just feel like I've come a long way, you know, since those days that we talked about in our, in our episode 33 of, of making the Thanksgiving all about me and the tablescapes and the drama and getting upset about, you know, my husband not doing something right Mm, mm -hmm. or anybody really doing anything like right (laughs) in my mind. And I feel like I've had a lot of growth, Sandra. Oh yeah. I, yeah, it feels like, um, I've, I've the ability to let go of total control. That's how I feel about saying yes to this invitation. You know, it felt like I don't have to control Thanksgiving. I don't have to control the show. Mm, and what a relief, right? It feels that way. It feels that way. And, and also that my anxiety over the last five holidays has decreased every year. It's been less and less and less. And I know that's based on 
my spiritual condition, like how I have been taking care of myself, how I've been tapping into, you know, prayer and meditation and gratitude. And I could, it's actually like, I could see it today. It's almost like I could, like a card catalog, I could go back and go, okay, that was then. And up front, the card's close to me. This is now, this feels fresh and this feels clean. And this feels um, like I've done it differently and I can actually feel it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not that there won't be challenges um, with other humans, right, during the holidays, but like picking who you want to be with is like first and foremost. And then, um, you know, setting your boundaries. Like, I'm probably going to be in the bedroom reading a fair bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, to, in the morning to get my own time to myself before I can engage with all the doings and, and to be of service. Um, if somebody needs me that day, I'll be clear and present. So yeah, it feels really good and it feels really different. Mm. Yeah. I remember, um, my first getting ready for my first, probably Thanksgiving and my sponsor had told me, you know, just make yourself useful. If you walk into a room, ask yourself, what can I do to be useful in this room? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that if you need to plant yourself in front of the the dish, the sink and do dishes, then do that. It's a great recommendation. (laughs) Pick up empty plates, do that. Just ask yourself, how can you contribute? (laughs) Well, I heard in a meeting this week, um, people were talking about tips for the holidays. And it made me think of you because that's what they said. Do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Just do the dishes because think about all the years that you didn't do the dishes. Think oh, about all the years that so you were many. doing so whatever the hell you were doing. Oh, good grief. Right. I was, I mean, again, just self serving. Just if it mm-hmm. did not serve Sandra and, and, you know, in my agenda to uh, imbibe as much as I possibly could, then yeah, it was, it was not considered. (laughs) Yeah, it it is very self-centered and very selfish kind of how I, I mean, I held all those dinner parties to say, look at me, basically. Mm -hmm. Look at me, look at this beautiful table. Look at this beautiful meal I've prepared. Look at all these beautiful wines and how I put name tags on all your glasses. And look at this station over here for the dessert. Um, Well, if I did that now, I feel like my motive is different. So I still do that kind of stuff. But now it's more like, I like to make things beautiful just for the sake of making them beautiful. Right. I'm right. not looking for someone to say, oh, look how lovely. It really was just so I could disguise it so that I could drink the way I wanted to drink. If I do all this stuff and make it look special, make it look like we're entertaining, that's what entertainers do. That's what Martha Stewart would do, you know? And it, it was all kind of a ruse, like kind of like a, a, a just a facade as my gateway to drink, like nobody will notice if it seems mm-hmm. really civilized. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? And I never acted civilized by the end of the evening. So it was really, it was kind of a stupid thing, <laughs> stupid mm-hmm. goal of mine. So I don't know, like that, like I, I do, um, I'm still me. So I still do the things that I do, but I know my motivations are different. Right. Yeah. I'm not motivated by that, wanting that big, huge pat on the back. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I, you know, I still enjoy cooking and baking and decorating and this was this, you know, this holiday is going to be different cause there's not going to be a ton of that. Um, I, you know, a lot of our dishware and bakeware is packed up and not really accessible and we're not going to have a lot of space to decorate. Um, we'll still probably put up a little tree because, you know, it's Christmas and we have kids and I like a Christmas tree, but, um, but yeah, um, that's going to feel different. Um, you know, maybe that space will feel empty, but maybe not, maybe not. And, um, and you're right. I had to find my motivation for doing those things became very different than before. Everything before was always just a vehicle Mm -hmm. to get to drink more. Mm -hmm. Um, And my motivations completely changed because I actually do enjoy baking a pie. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the other thing that I noticed just, I have, I've been thinking and writing about this a little bit in the mornings when I've been writing my morning pages. And then when I'm doing my gratitude lifts, like self-awareness. And I think that's kind of what we're talking about here. Like having the self-awareness now to understand my motivations and to understand myself on this deeper level that I don't think I, I was, you know, I couldn't tap into that early on in sobriety. I was, everything was so new and everything felt like a, a bright white spotlight was on, you know, me all the time in the beginning. It just felt like everything was getting illuminated, but I couldn't, quite process it. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I have a a little bit more self-awareness. I've calmed down a little bit. That light is a little like a golden light. You know, I can see things a little clearer. Um, but when my father-in-law's girlfriend, um, you know, when they had invited us to the holidays, I said, Oh, what can we do? And she said, all I need is a pie and, and Grady's cranberries. And then the old me pot piped up because the old you will pipe up, right? Like the old mm-hmm. you, you're old, it, cause it just will. And, and I was like, well, can we bring like a cheese board? Can I do a thing for the night before? Can I? And she said, no, I, I just like a pie and cranberries. Mm-hmm. And I thought little voice inside my head says, do what you're asked, do what you're told, do whatever you, however you want to look at it, be of service by not creating stress for the hostess. Cause I remember right. that when people would bring random shit I'd be like, I didn't tell you to bring that. Why the fuck are you bringing that? Right? <laughs> like I was such a control freak as a hostess. And I was like, no, you do what the hostess says. You'd be a good guest. You take the sheets off your bed when you leave and take the towels and put them on the washer. Like you'd be a good guest. And that's what I can be. I can, mm-hmm. I can, I can absolutely do what I was asked to do. So my husband was like, well, should we bring something else? And should we, this, I said, no. Yeah. The hostess only wants this. Respect that she know that your mother-in-law knows what she needs. Absolutely. Just, <laughs> just do what you are, just do what you are kind of like when a sponsor makes suggestions <laughs> or te- or quote unquote suggestions, tells you what to do. I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to try to be the hero. I'm not going to try to be the Thanksgiving queen. I'm not going to try to show her how I can make a really great cheese board. Uh, she's not interested. And you know right. what? That's okay. Yeah. That actually takes one more thing off my list. Actually, several things off my list because I won't have to go to Trader Joe's. I won't have to go to this cheese shop. I won't have to go to the specialty bread plate. I, she's helping me out so much. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
keeping it simple. So just following directions, like I learn in recovery. And that's what I'm going to do. And I just felt like, this is so cool. I've actually, <laughs> I feel like I've like have this little secret solution. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just go with the flow, do what you're told. And I, it doesn't have to be my rodeo. Right. Where it always had to be my rodeo before. And that feels like growth, Sandra. That feels like a lot of growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, mine, mine, looks, mine looked a little different. It was more careless and haphazard, everything. Mm-hmm. And so now, the, you know, the difference is for me that um, it's just so much more intentional. Like everything is so much, yeah. so much more intentional. Well, it's done with care and forethought. Yeah. Intention is key for everything, right? And we hear that word a lot in the recovery spaces and I hear it in yoga classes or I hear it. I've heard it, but I never could do it <laughs> until I took away the, the kind of the, the, the layer of alcohol. Like, and over these last almost five years, like I've, I've slowly had more intention about things. And you're right. It's just having intention. Like, how do you want to spend this holiday season? Right. How do you want to feel? You know, and I think the more sturdy we get in sobriety, the, the more it becomes like crystal clear. Mm-hmm. And this year I feel, I kind of feel crystal clear. Oh yeah. Like I feel that I want to win a lot of Scrabble games. That's what I'm feeling. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, guess what I get to do? What? I'm super excited. I shared a couple episodes back um, when we had the evacuation with the fires, but I made a friend with my rad lady in, um, in, uh, a 12 step meeting up at at where my father-in-law lives. Oh yeah. So we have been texting every day since the fires. She oh, sends wow. me her gratitude list every morning between oh, 4 30 and 5 30. That lady gets up early. She texts me her gratitude list for the day. And then I text her mine usually from the day before. Cause I'm not done with mine by the time she texts <laughs> and she, we've just become like little friends. She's so looking forward to seeing me at Thanksgiving at the meetings. And it's been really sweet to communicate with her. She does Reiki. She does some other things. So she's always sending me vibes and I have to accept if I want Reiki. I don't know how it all works, Sandra, but I, I just say, know. sure. I'm yeah, I'll take yeah. all the good stuff. Just, yeah. And, Open. <laughs> right. And so I'm looking forward to seeing her again because it'll be really nice. So she's like, oh, I can't wait till Thanksgiving till we get to see each other. And so I'm definitely going to be hitting a meeting Thanksgiving morning and maybe even the Wednesday night before when we get there um, to... Uh, to go see her and to go oh, get a nice. meeting. So that feels fun. That feels, uh, that felt like I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really nice. Um, I, I may be doing some service work around Thanksgiving. I haven't oh. decided yet, but we have, um, you know, my church sponsors a couple of different things. And so I may sign up for something like that too, because that's like, you know, I get to do that this year if I want to, yeah. because we have so much space. So good. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how much I used to, I don't mean, I don't want to go on a whole, like what it used to be like, because like I said, we did that in episode 33. Um, but I can't believe like just how much I used to fill everything up my day, my time. Oh. I was so quote unquote busy, Sandra, like 
all the time, all the time. And especially around the holidays, it was just martyr, you know, headquarters over here. And I don't have to do it that way. I mean, it's, we're recording this on a Thursday before Thanksgiving and it'll air on Monday. I, I not stressed a bit. <laughs> I mean, any. isn't it amazing all the things you thought you had to do before? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that blows my mind. Like, no, I have to do all of these things. And now fast mm-hmm. forward five, six years. Actually, no, Sandra, you don't. Mm-mm. You don't. You don't have to do any of it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares that, you know, your table, like for me, like my table had to look a certain way. Like I love a beautiful table, but I did it to like military precision and fighting over which fork. And I mean, it's the stupidest stuff. And which wine glass? Oh, wine glasses were a big, you know contention. And I think you and I in that episode talked about the whole duct tape episode with my husband and the butcher oh, paper. Right. And just how <laughs> I, I was so pissed when he duct tape put duct tape down the center of the uh-huh. craft paper to bring it together as a ta- as a as a tablecloth. And I was like, I lost my mind, Sandra. That's what you said. You said, did you lose your mind? <laughs> just what you said in the episode. I'm like, yeah, that that pretty much sums it up. And now I would that is not I'll want a pretty table for sure, but I would not lose my mind over that now. Right, right. So I feel just even listening to the episode was so good for me just in two years from even when we just talked about the things that we talked about to feel the growth. And um, if anyone is listening and if you write or if you um, keep a journal or if you write a blog, like writing about your holiday or writing about how you did it differently um, so that you could remind yourself and look back. I think it's a really great tool. It was really fun for me um, to look back through my photos today of mm-hmm. the, the last five or six Novembers and to see um, the evolution and kind mm-hmm. of how it's changed because I forget too. And that's, what's kind of good. I used to always have this great memory because I was always keeping score of everything. Mm-hmm. And even listening to us, I was like, Oh, I already forgot about those bad things that I shared in that episode, like I've already kind of forgotten about some of those until I listen today. It's like, it's been a beautiful release of some painful hard holidays, you know? Um, so I just want to share that for the listeners that there's hope, you know, if you can, if you can get through these holidays, which it's a really, I know it can be kind of a, someone said at my meeting, it's like open season for people with drinking problems. Like it's, it's everywhere right now you know, it's a miracle if we don't drink during this holiday season. And so I think if, if people can try to set themselves up, um, which we're going to talk about tools at the end, but if you can set yourself up for success and so that you don't have, you know, don't have to wake up hungover on the Friday after Thanksgiving and have it be a really black Friday, you know what I mean? Like dark, um, and that you don't leave yourself, you know, that you can be with your family and be present with the uncomfortableness. You won't, you won't die from it. Yeah. Yeah. And you will never wake up and wish that you drank. Never promise that 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will remind everyone um, about this um, idea that was passed on to me by a um, sober sister from a Facebook group. And it's the concept of sober limits. And I mean, think about it as a circle around you. The things inside the circle are within your sober limits. And those other things outside of your circle 
or maybe, you know, they might challenge your sobriety. And so if those things are outside your sober limits, like in-laws or like, uh, uh, you know, to signing up for too many dishes to bake or, uh, or going out on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving or yeah. Even if, you know, your family has convinced you that you'll be safe. Um, you know, all of these things, things that you think you quote unquote should be able to do, but you just can't. Um, those are things that are possibly outside your sober limits And so, um, you know, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. There's next year. Absolutely. Maybe you can add things back in, but, but not this year. Yeah. The reason I brought up the the Wednesday. So the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, isn't that supposedly the, one of the biggest drinking holidays Mm -hmm. of the year, right? Yeah. And that was, I loved, I love the eve of any holiday because that was like a double. That was like a twofer, Mm -hmm. you know? I love the Eve, you know, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, uh, Thanksgiving Eve, birthday Eve, 4th of July Eve, whatever. I made it a holiday. I made it like a a double holiday. Oh yeah. I was a wreck (laughs) because that was just like, oh no, I have to stay up all night and, and cook and bake and And drink and drink. I was just a mess. I mean, a mess. Yeah. It was a shit show. It was a shit show. And for me, I would go to the local watering hole here in town and drink to blackout usually mm. and dance and be ridiculous and have to get poured out of a car that somebody, the owner would usually, the owner of the establishment would drop me home and, you know, fumble up the steps. And then the next morning have to piece together the night before either how fun it was. no. I mean, I told myself that, or I would just be in a shame spiral, which oh. really never started off the day. Cause my timing for the whole meal for the whole day, all off when you have a hangover. Well, I, right. I was going to say, then you were just in prime condition for, <laughs> for oh. call freak breakdown, meltdown, bitchiness, like all of it. So my poor family, my poor well. husband. I think about that. Like my poor husband. Right. Oh, well, yeah. So yeah. I get to live amends. That's how I can stay out of that pity party. I live amends. I do it differently. I show up. Um, I participate. I help out. Um, or I stay out of the way. That was that first year. He basically did everything that first year. I set the table and made a really beautiful menu and went to my morning meeting. Like I didn't do a whole lot that first Thanksgiving. He did. And he loved it. And mm-hmm. I could just receive. Mm-hmm. which is not always so easy for me to do as a doer. Yeah. And a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> my Enneagram too. That's the, that's the not so healthy side of my Enneagram too is the martyrdom. <laughs> and, um, I was, you know, I had kind of a black belt in it for a while. So, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. So it feels today I felt really hopeful when I woke up and when I was listening to us and, I, I just feel like how far, um, well, we've come with the show and with all the things that we do, but personally, I just feel, um, I'm grateful. I know that sounds maybe cliche, but I am I'm just oh. totally grateful for this life that I yeah, no longer drink. God, yeah. just same. I mean, don't, I mean, I think 
um, it's like we have freedom now to choose. We have yeah. freedom to choose. And, and when you, yeah. you know, have, have some progress in your recovery, you do get to a place where you finally have freedom to choose. You get to decide what you want your holiday to look like. Yeah. And that's, yeah, a total gift. Yes. And uh, instead of, uh, there's that line from the big book that I love that we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. So I feel like this episode is, is kind of that, you know, I, I, I don't regret the past and I don't wish to shut the door on it because it still helps to inform me um, and remind me of how it was, what it was like. And it doesn't have to be like that anymore. And that's all up to me. I have, for a person who likes control, I get to control that narrative. Now I could, not just the narrative, I get to control and make that happen, make my life better and not choose to be in a shame spiral every single morning and to not pick up a drink. I have total control over that now. I'm not in my addiction. Mm-hmm. I am I am beyond that right now. And for people who are struggling, gosh, if you could just remove the one thing, I promise you, like things will open up, your life will change. But you have to you have to do the thing. Nobody else can do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we talk about tools or things sure. to share? Yeah. Sure. I have, I have a few, so I do I mean, too. I, let's just I got, talk and share and do whatever I started, we want. Yeah. I started writing things down and I was like, Oh, I've got a lot. I've got a lot here. Oh, good. Well, I had the tools this week and I had to get real intentional about it. Um, and, and so the ones I'm going to share, I'll probably keep using over the holidays. They're very applicable for that too. And they're also not anything that you haven't heard before, but these are fresh for me because I've just been experiencing, I don't know what I like to call the insatiable hole of desire. <laughs> <laughs> That's a catchy little phrase. Right. You like that? The like insatiable it. hole of desire. Sounds lovely, right? Mm. Do tell. Uh, well, how do you it, fix that? <laughs> right, right. I mean, it, but here's 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 what's crazy. It has not even occurred to me to fill it with booze. I mean, that uh, has not even occurred to me. So that right there is a miracle. Um, but yet I do want to fill it with other less healthy things or, mm-hmm. you know, things that are just absolutely not available to me, like I don't know, making out with a stranger at the bus stop is not available to me. Right. It's <laughs> off the table. <laughs> so, but you can, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. So, uh, so I had to really like get pretty intentional about my tools this week. So that I'm going with them. So my first one is, uh, write it out. I mean, sometimes I do not know what I'm thinking, nor am I able to find a solution until I write it out and I can get, I can spin on things and get kind of obsessive on things. Um, and so just having like, like a brain dump kind of activity, uh, will just at least get it out of my head and I will be less likely to keep kind of circling around on, on the drain. (laughs) 
write it out. So do you, in the morning and whenever uh, it strikes whenever you? Whenever it strikes me, whenever yeah. it strikes me, sometimes I read in the morning and I don't write, but then, you know, it's later maybe if, you know, when my brain's fired up and then I start obsessing over whatever that hole is that whatever's missing in that hole that I can't quite feel that mm-hmm. itch that I can't scratch. Um, just writing it out at least helps me try to get to a solution. That's good. That's good. Um, let's see. Mine was going to be, let's see where I'll start. Um, I'm going to say my number one tool that I would recommend is to, um, I guess the most succinct way to say it is to make conscious contact with uh, God or a higher power. And what I mean by that is like, do your spiritual practice, even if that's just saying, like Anne Lamont says, you know, saying help, thanks, and wow, you know, if that's your prayer, say something. Or um, for me, it's going to be going to my 12-step meetings um, first thing in the morning. That's what I'm going to do over the holiday season to try when I can. That's going to be my go-to is making conscious contact either through my home practice or going to a meeting. So that's mine. Good one. Um, so my next one is I have been taking it out on the pavement and, um, Mm -hmm. I have upped my, um, physical activity in the last few weeks, um, because it's something about exerting myself physically, uh, kind of, not kind of, it does, um, I don't know, scratches that itch. Mm -hmm. I just get my heart pumping. And um, so, yeah, call it exercise, call it um, uh, being out in nature, whatever, just some physical exertion is what I need. Cool, good. Uh, my next one is going to be to have a physical toolbox, a physical sobriety toolbox during the next six weeks or five weeks. Um, for me, I'm going to go clean mine out. I carry a little bag in my purse that has essential oils in it, uh, rescue remedy products. If people don't know what those are, you can look those up. They're plant um, essences. Um, uh, some have a small amount of alcohol, trace alcohol in them, so be sure you pay attention to the labels. Other of their items don't, so just a word of warning there. Uh, I carry my coin in there from my 12-step meetings, uh, my four-year coin. I have a, a, an obsidian rock that I carry that helps to ground me when I need it to. Um, rollerball essential oils and also aroma sticks that I sniff, like when I drive, when I can't put on an essential oil. Um, there are these aroma sticks that I just uncap and I just sniff and I look like a weirdo driving, sniffing, uh, <laughs> something. <laughs> um, what else is in there? Little bits of chocolate. Like I have little tiny chocolate pieces, like individual, like one bite chocolate that I use. Um, I have mantra cards in there. So a physical toolbox like that you can carry something. Oh, tea bags that are in there as well that can help you if you're feeling itchy, if you're feeling um, anxiety. If you're feeling like you want to drink, um, I can usually always find hot water when I'm at either a friend's house. I can use one of my tea bags, or if I'm at a meeting, 
um, I can find a hot water kettle. And so that usually helps. So a physical toolbox, I think creating one, if people are new to the show, if you want to put one together to kind of help you as you travel. Um, my phone is also a tool, but uh, to text women and stuff, but yeah, physical toolbox. That's a good one. Yeah. Especially right. If you're away from home, away from all your things, all your yeah. nesting things. Um, okay. So my last one is uh, some activity that I can do with my hands. Um, so whether that's embroidery, I promise I'm still going to knit Jen Digley. I'm <laughs> going to knit. Um, <laughs> we had, um, Jen Geigley, who is a knitter on the podcast last week as we're recording this. And, um, she has knitting YouTube videos, which is brilliant. Uh, but just some kind of just, it, uh, it's a, activity I can do with my hands and it forces me to drop in and stay present and grounded and mm, it slows down that spinning sensation that I come up on. That's a good one. Yeah, something and because those um, can be uh, portable or just something like if you're at home, right? You, You can just do whatever. Right. Like go out to your studio, make something with your hands. Same for me. That's a good one. Um, well, we're kind of on the same page because um, my third one was to uh, my my pencil and pen bag that I carry in my purse. I've always carried one um, for the last uh, six years. And it's my go-to mobile kind of creation studio, right? I carry a journal and that pen or pencil bag. Sometimes I have scissors in that bag. Sometimes I have washi tape. Sometimes, uh, you know, I'll have a glue stick. I don't know. But I, I pack it so that when I'm on the go or mobile, which I will be, uh, I can create my gratitude lists. Mm-hmm. I can um, create what I like to do is create a menu every year for Thanksgiving. I illustrate a menu. And that's a way of keeping a memory for me. And so when I was looking at my photos today, I was noticing all of the the menus I've made over the last few years. And that's how I remember who I spent the holiday with because I write their names down at the bottom who the guests were. And the kids have written on my menus in the back, like written art and kind of added their name. And so it's like a little keepsake. So I write down like what all the food was that was being served. Um, I just make like a little menu and I put the date and so I can draw. And I'm going to do that when I go to my in-laws to keep myself busy. Um, is to make a menu. So I think carrying a little, it's like a bag of tricks with you um, to kind of uh, let you have a few minutes with yourself and draw and journal or write, just write um, pages. Mm, that's good. That's fine. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, the, the um, do you have another one? No. No, you got three. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, well, I mean, I could say, I could say um, I plan on doing a lot of reading this holiday. But, yeah. you know, I've been uh, reading all year. That was kind of a, an objective I had for the year. I wanted to read 52 books this year. And I have to say, I've been so busy with Change Your Story that my zest have not been attacking it with as much zest. Um, plus, I have clients that are working on writing endeavors. So I've been reading their work. Mm-hmm. But I am excited to, I've got a stack of library books that are just patient waiting for me oh, so I'm hoping to hit some books this yeah. holiday. 
Uh, well, yeah, my reading. I'm I'm reading Laura McCowan's new book right now. Nice. And um, as part of her, she did like a little launch team with her publisher. So I'm reading that on a Kindle, which I've never. I don't prefer to read on a Kindle. But I've that's never how read it was a book released. On a Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it was released. So um, my husband helped me figure out how to download it there, and it's been nice to go to bed and do a little bit of that. But I've I've been just so tired. Um, a couple other things. I know I don't. I know we're at the tools section. They're not necessarily tools, but um, well, no, they are tools. I'm sorry. They are tools. Um, drink of your choice. Like I'm going to take a drink of my choice. This oh, that's season, nice. Yeah. Where I'm going, mm-hmm. you know, like do your own thing, make your own fun. Um, if you need more Perrier and you don't think your host is going to have enough, bring a couple bottles, you know, it's not going to hurt. Um, but I found that if I bring my own drink, I feel like I have a little bit more um, safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, the other thing I was going to say was our Facebook page um, for the podcast. Um, if people last year um, or the last few years, people have been using that. Like you can pop in if you're feeling anxious about the holiday and you want to connect with some other ladies who might be feeling the same way or sharing how they're getting through it. Um, you can join our secret Facebook group by by um, friending Sandra or myself on Facebook and asking us to be added. And we will. And I found that just our community is really lovely and supportive and um, we'd love to have you there. So if you're looking for a little bit of support, you can join in over there and, and I bet you'll be met. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to do the same. Um, yeah, that's a good, I mean, if you, if you don't do 12 step and you don't have someone on your speed dial that you can reach out to when you need to throw out the SOS, um, drop in there. There's someone will be awake. (laughs) We have, we have women in there that are from, um, all over the world. Someone will be awake and someone will answer your call. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I, I mentioned it briefly, but a gratitude list, I know it sounds like, really, that's going to really help things. <laughs> it really does. It helps shift your perspective. It kind of can change, um, the way that I look at things, my perception of things and my perspective of things. And lately I did a list recently, not lately, but recently I did a list. I was, I'm just kind of thumbing through my book right now, but I did a list that I was grateful that I no longer dot, dot, dot. And this helped me release a bunch of shame and a bunch of stuff that I was thinking about that day and kind of going down a little pity party. And I was like, no, I'm going to write them all out on the page. I'm grateful. I no longer drink alcohol. I'm grateful. I no longer abandon myself, discount my worth, let my inner critic run the show, close down bars and restaurants choose others over my family, numb out with booze to avoid discomfort or tell myself stories that aren't true. And the list goes on, but I felt it was like a purging. And then I could get back into my gratitude practice of trying to find the good in my day and the beautiful situations, but I kind of needed that. So if anybody needs that, like, you know, write it out, be grateful what you no longer do to remind yourself that you're going to do today differently. Mm. Mm, I think that's all for me, Sandra. That's so good. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I meant to add in when you were talking about non-alcoholic drinks, Mm. there's so many good non-alcoholic like sparkling bottles. If you want to like bring something fancy, Mm. I was just Googling, um, while we were sitting here talking, there's just so many options now. Yep. And I will plug again, um, which they really should be our sponsors. I'll plug again as world market. They have such a good selection. If you have mm-hmm. a world market in your, in your nearby town, um, they have a great selection of, of yummy non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a fun little evolution for me. I, I, I was too afraid of mocktails in the beginning. Um, I feel differently now. Uh, but I mean, I, I it's just been so cool to see how my mind is willing to change and how I'm opening myself up to different things, even in the sober world, right? Even in terms of water or sparkling drinks or mocktails, like I had a very fixed, keep me safe mindset before, you know, I need to be safe. I can't have something that looks like it. I can't drink out of a wine glass. I feel differently now. Um, but I think like I had to go through all of that to kind of get to where I am. So Mm-hmm. Sure. Sorry, my dog is barking. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> um, the one thing I wanted to end with, um, Sandra, I just want to say to tell our listeners, like it gets easier. I promise. Mm-hmm. It gets it easier. So if you're in a, if you're in a hard place or this is your, you're in early sobriety, um, if you do the work, it gets easier. Yes, it does. And if it didn't, no one would be sober. So I promise yeah. that it gets easier. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, well, have a good, have a good holiday with everyone. Mm, yes. I'm glad you you're doing have... it your way. Thank you. Yeah. So good. I'm so, I'm so proud of us. And thanks. Thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Bye. Bye. The Unruffled Podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening.